What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. In a rare occurrence, I'm actually podcasting from my office. Uh, I'm hoping to uh, get some inspiration from uh, just looking at cards instead of just, you know, walking up and down the street and around the block and, you know, over to the playground and everything. So, um, yeah, I uh, just kind of want to give a little update of uh, just kind of what's been happening for me on my side of uh of the hobby here. It's been fun. It's been busy. And it's always been, uh, this hobby always kind of, you know, takes up at least, uh, some sort of like a significant chunk of my, uh, of my brain power each day, it seems like, but yeah, it's, uh, it's always busy. And whenever it comes to, uh, cards, it's either I'm, uh, making some fun things for my collection or some fun things for other people's collection or looking to buy collections or, uh, you know, selling off some stuff that I don't want or, you know, trying to flip some stuff, uh, or doing trades. I mean, there's just all kinds of fun things. So the last thing that I did, I think they probably updated you all about is I ended up buying, uh, one of the biggest, maybe the most complete, uh, Gary Carter super collections around. Um, and, uh, guys, I got to be honest with you, I'm, you know, kind of falling in love with a lot of these cards here. <laughs> it's really kind of funny. Um, I, I don't see myself ever buying any Gary Carter cards, but, uh, you just never know, right? You know I mean? I just don't know how it goes, but it's, uh, it's been fun because, uh, I actually have had a lot of ups and downs so far with this collection as well. Um, so I started, um, uh, by... Uh, really kind of, you know, thinking I actually had the entire thing sold for a pretty decent profit uh, right off the bat. And I told the guy I was willing to wait for a while and um, and it ended up uh, not working out. And the funny thing was, was like in the middle of me hearing that wasn't going to work out or before I heard that it wasn't going to work out. I started getting a little cold, a little bit of cold feet for myself uh, in that deal. Um, I would have gone through with it and agreed with it because that's uh, I bought the collection to uh, you know to turn a profit, and that's what I was going to do uh, with this, and it would have made it worth my while, and it would have been good, and we could have gone on to the next thing, and you know, no, no must, no fuss, so to speak. But uh, the buyer, the potential buyer, had to back out. And I actually breathed a little bit of sigh of, of relief. I knew there was a lot more work ahead of, of it for me. Uh, you know, given that I didn't, you know, wasn't able to just kind of sell everything in one shebang and, and going down the road uh, with nice profit in my pocket. But uh, I remembered something. I love this. I love digging into collections and I love making trades and buying and selling and that sort of thing. So uh, I also realized that I'm probably going to be able to come out way ahead uh, while doing what I love. And that's, uh, you know, turning these cards and, uh, you know, selling them and trading them and, you know, figuring out what's best to, how to best market them and everything. And uh, so I've, uh, I've had some pretty good success so far. Um, the actual buyer that was going to buy everything, he's actually uh, going to be buying a good chunk of, uh, of cards. So I'm you know happy that that's going to, that that's going to work out anyways. Um, but, uh, so I think it actually ended up being the best, uh, case scenario for everybody because, um, while I'm going through these cards, like I just, I'm having fun. I'm sorting them. I'm, I'm figuring out how to, how to best move them and, and going back and forth. Now there's some, there's some, you know, pains 
that I've experienced. And, and it's unfortunate, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll accidentally uh, move some cards to some people that, you know, maybe some others were, were looking for and everything. And it's always kind of like a, oh, you know, I didn't mean to do that or whatever. Um, uh, but that's part of it when you're dealing with thousands and thousands of cards. Uh, and, uh, you know, you kind of feel like you're, you're dealing with a hundred people all at once, <laughs> you know, it's kind of difficult to keep everything straight. Um, but you know, so what I did was I actually ended up uh, pulling out, um, uh, you know, maybe a hundred or so cards that I really kind of wanted to keep and, and hang back on and enjoy. And, and I've actually had fun, uh, posting little short video clips of some of these cards, uh, that I really like to see and even have, uh, have been displaying some in my office and, uh, it's really easy to do for me for, uh, Gary Carter, especially because I love the type of guy that he was. He was a, he was real strong, uh, Christian. Um, he actually had some pieces, uh, you know, that he signed as God bless, which, you know, I guess anybody could do that or whatever, but, um, he has some, Christian tracks that he signed as well that says Jesus loves you and everything. And it's just like right up my alley. I love that stuff. I think it's so neat. Um, but you know, on top of that, there's like a lot of low number things. There's, uh, there's some real rare cards. There's like, and it's kind of funny, like just paralleling with the Canseco collection. Um, it's kind of fun to see that there are some, uh, highly heavily sought after, um, uh, regional issues or prototypes or proofs or whatever from the eighties, just like in Seiko. Um, but with Gary Carter and there are tons of people that are, uh, looking for these pieces as well. Um, and they're willing to pay good money. Uh, and it's really kind of fun to, to kind of get in the mind of a, of a Gary Carter super collector. And, uh, and, and see kind of really what makes them tick and you know, what really gets them going and everything. And it's, it's been fun. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, I've really kind of enjoyed uh, stepping into somebody else's shoes and seeing how, and kind of looking through their eyes and, you know, seeing what makes them tick and everything. And uh, uh, I've just had a blast. I've had an absolute blast. Uh, there's, you know, stuff in my garage and there's stuff in my office and, um, I actually did a video of uh, this just incredible run of booklets, you guys. Like, there's like 84, 84 <laughs> cut signature booklets of Gary Carter. It's probably, I mean, it's definitely the biggest single-player collection of booklets that I've ever seen uh, before. So, I mean, I don't know if there's anyone else out there that has more. Um, surely there's got to be somebody else out there that, that has more, but uh, not that I've heard. And uh, so what I did is I did a fun little video as a promo for, you know, to have it for sale. And I ran them all the way up and down the stairs uh, here into the living room. And I did a little video of me, I uh, guess, just kind of panning over them. And <laughs> I don't know, just uh, just having fun doing goofy things like that. And I also, uh, um, you know, posted a, a video for sale of, uh, you know, the majority of the non-game used autograph things. Um, which actually ended up selling pretty quickly. Um, but the funny thing is, is no matter what you guys, like whenever you're trying to do something big, right? Like for, for me, this is a, this is a big collection. You know, this is the biggest I've, uh, I've gone on a single purchase as far as, you know, collection and resale goes. 
And um, anytime you try to do something, you're always going to have some knuckleheads out there that that say something negative. And I've got a pretty decent idea who this might be. But in any event, um, there's somebody that posted on YouTube uh, a couple of derogatory things um, on Gary Carter. And I just I just blocked him because, you know, nobody's got time for, you know, for that kind of uh, garbage. But, you know, they, they say, oh, you know, it's a nobody likes Gary Carter. It's a boat anchor. You just uh, you just purchase. That's a it's worthless, blah, 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 blah. And they're just, you know, really kind of saying horrible things. I was like, OK, well, <laughs> there's literally no need to respond to that. So we're just going to block that guy because there's no value whatsoever in somebody doing that. Uh, which generally speaking, that means that they either have an ax to grind with you um, or they're extremely ridiculously jealous. Um, yeah, I don't really have time for either for either of those uh, uh, situations. So, uh, so we block and then we move on forward. And, and funny enough, it seems like it happens like clockwork. Anytime somebody comes on to say something disparaging about a big uh, you know, deal I have going on, it seems like, you know, within the next day or so it sells and that's what happened, <laughs> you know? So, so it doesn't bother me as much. In fact, sometimes I get used to, uh, uh, like Pavlov's dogs, you know, wherever you, uh, hear the bell ring there, they salivate because they think there's uh, there's food coming. It's, it's kind of like me, whenever I hear somebody say something negative, I automatically get in a good mood because I, I feel like they're going to sell quickly. <laughs> so it's kind of been a kind of been a fun deal. And sure enough, it happened again. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's it's just like clockwork. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I've I've had fun um, going back and forth and uh, uh, going through, and I've actually noticed myself um, uh, myself going to sleep and and formulating a plan of attack on how to sell certain things, how to maximize profit in certain ways, uh, realizing that, you know, this is kind of now part of my livelihood. So I'm kind of like a pseudo dealer for the moment anyways, you know, and, uh, and the thing that excites me the most about this is figuring out what I will have for free at the end of the day when I get all of my money back, what cards will I have left uh, to um, enjoy and to sell or trade or whatever. Um, and, you know, obviously I'm not a Gary Carter collector, but you know, I mean, I'm, I'd be honest with you. I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm, I'm enjoying certain cards where I've found myself uh, in the office several times uh, throughout the past several days, just like pulling out a pile of cards from the boxes and just, going through them and, and, uh, and enjoying them for what they are. And, uh, and like I said, showing them off on social media, just like I've done in the past with my Conseco cards. And I even kind of flirted with the idea of, uh, you know, and let me tell you this first, I've, I've got super, super, super limited, limited, limited amount of space in my office right now. Like it is uh, insane. Like, and even, when all of the Gary Carter stuff goes, I'm still not going to have all that much room. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's getting very, very cluttered and very crowded in here very quickly. Um, and so that's why I flirted with the potential idea of swapping out one of my three Conseco shelves with a Gary Carter shelf for a while. I just think that'd be kind of fun to do. 
uh, am I going to do it? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have the heart to do it or whatever, but uh, it'd be fun to try out just, just for the heck of it, just to see how it looks and, you know, and to mix things up a bit. Um, you know, actually, I'm going to pull out a, uh, a pile of stuff here. Let me, I'll tell you what, I'm going to, I'm actually going to pull out this box here. I'm going to kind of rummage through a few of the, uh, the quote unquote keepers. Um, and, uh, yeah, some of these, I don't know, like, uh, so I've got this, uh, sweet spot, uh, sweet stick signatures. Um, it's, uh, at 35. It's, a uh, it's basically a manufactured bat barrel that Carter signed. Um, these are extremely difficult cards, uh, to, uh, to obtain. And because they, they're just, they're different. They're real nice. I had a Canseco. Um, I actually ended up moving it, uh, moving my Canseco and I, you know, half-heartedly thought maybe, maybe I'll get it back again at some point or whatever. But for now I've got the Gary Carter. That's really cool. Um, there's an SP legendary cuts, lasting legends. It's at 25. It's a three color patch with an autograph, uh, MLB icons from prime cuts. It's a bat and then a patch in a signature. It's out of 10. Um, there's a uh, Great Gloves Gary Carter. It's a one of one. Then I've got a couple uh, Diamond Kings uh, one of ones. Uh, one of them has a dual relic. The other has a signature. Um, and uh, I mean, there's just so many really, really neat cards in here. And, and some of them I found myself really kind of falling in love with, uh, with some uh, triple threads cards i really like those um there's also this other one this is really cool guys like and, and so some people might not think this is a big deal um i think this is a big deal and i love it it's a 1988 tops flip stock gary carter so for those of you that are fans of tops heritage out there um you will probably be more familiar with this where basically what they did is they print they printed the front of the card on the back and the back on the front. So what that means is, is the front has the photograph of the, of the actual card. Um, but it's actually very grainy because it is on, you know, print on, on what the back should have been. And the back of the card is actually the front. So it has the stats and everything is actually like a bright orange with a, you know, kind of a, you know, glossy ish sheen. Uh, to it. So, uh, I've never seen, uh, you know, another, uh, I've, I've never seen a Canseco of this before ever. Um, uh, if there was one, I would go insane. I would go nuts over it. And I, I think that if there are more of these out there, that this would be, uh, should be, uh, aqueous status, um, or blue chip status. I think this would be like really, really big deal. Um, or 85 tops mini or 82 tops of blacklist. I mean, this is a big deal of a card, I think. And um, I only saw in the sales data one sell, and that was Kirby Puckett, I think it was for 40 bucks. So, uh, in case you didn't know it out there, whoever you are who has that Kirby Puckett, congratulations. I think you got a monster for a ridiculously good deal. <laughs> so, that's one that I've got to the side for now. Um, there's another one that's a. Uh, uh, let's see what year this is. 2009 Tops Tribute um, uh, out of 10 autograph quad bat. That's a really neat one. Um, 
And here's a, uh, let's see, I'll show pictures probably at some point wherever I do an article or whatever. Um, Leaf certified cuts. It's got a, a jersey and a signature. It's out of eight. Um, and I mean, there's so many of them. There's a one of one. Uh, there's a rip card. There's, uh, ooh, this is nice. This is a Prime Cuts dual patch um, signature, and that's out of eight as well. I, I really love that they played up the, the serial numbers out of eight uh, for Carter. That's really cool. Um, there's a bat barrel that's out of three. There's a laundry tag, one of one. Um, you know, there's just all kinds of really, really neat cards I've decided to kind of set aside and, and just, you know, kind of have fun with for a while. And, you know, eventually I'm sure they'll probably, I'll probably sell these, but there's so much other stuff to sell right now. I figured, Hey, let's, uh, let's wait for a while. There's actually a card that's out of three. It's got a Rawlings tag. It's graded by Beckett. So I'll probably, I don't know. I might actually crack that out. Um, but, uh, anyways, there's just so 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 many neat cards in here and uh you know some some really neat tools of the trade cards some incredible triple threads cards which by the way are probably some of my favorites to look at i just love these triple cards uh triple threads cards that have like multi patches and signature uh the refractor shine is amazing um i mean just everything so anyways there's there's a whole lot of stuff that's that's here to keep me busy and uh I've I've done well so far. I've uh, I've moved uh, some lots. I've moved some some cards to people that you know pick through to fill their checklists. I've uh, moved uh, small numbers of singles, and uh, you know so I've kind of you know pro you know kind of fired on all cylinders so far, and it's actually been working really well. And maybe I'll do like a, an entire write up or an entire you know podcast of how. Uh, I broke this thing up and ended up making, you know, my money back and, and, uh, and then some, and then, you know, was able to keep some money out of it or keep some cards out of it as well. Um, I don't know. It's, this is, this is pro probably some of my, uh, favorite, uh, things to do in this hobby. Um, because yeah, it's work, it's work, it's experience, it's know-how, um, and all that. And it takes a lot of time. Like, I mean, there've been times where I've spent, even in this Carter collection, hours doing YouTube videos on them, like late at night um, when I could be sleeping or something. But the thing is, is for me, you guys, like, it's not work. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. So it's like when I do a video of cards, which by the way, I've got a video of all the game use cards that I've got um, in a lot for sale. Um, and I haven't even posted it yet. So if you're interested, let me know happy to send you that link but um going through these cards and showing them on camera and it taking an hour hour and a half or whatever it is uh it's not work for me it's fun because i'm actually going through cards and it allows me to talk <laughs> talk about cards and and uh, talk through them and and enjoy them almost as if i'm not selling them i'm just kind of like showing off the the collection or whatever but uh I've, uh, I've experienced a lot of joy doing that, you know, and, uh, this is something else that's kind of fun. Like, um, there's a boatload of like non-card things here as well, like regional posters and advertisements and bobbleheads and, uh, signed baseballs and, you know, everything in between. And I actually was planning on, uh, selling 
the the bulk things like that first just so i could have room right to <laughs> to uh you know just get some room back um but man it just it, it didn't really work out that way just yet i'm actually probably going to be um uh you know possibly doing some more pictures tonight to to post some things but yeah i haven't even really had a chance to list anything i think i've listed a banner um which ended up selling you know, tonight and uh, some posters, which nobody's really looked at. You know, I've had a couple of inquiries uh, and I've listed um, probably a couple lots, you know, one which is sold, one which is still up there. Um, and that's it. I mean, there's so, so, so much more, um, but it's all been fun. I've, I've really enjoyed it and I've got a long ways to go. And, you know, it's definitely not a bad thing. It's a, that's actually a good thing. I'm really, really liking this. So. Um, but anyways, I will keep everybody, uh, posted on, on how things go. But the funny thing is also, this is something that I'm just kind of, um, stepping out outside of kind of the typical collector role that I'm in and, and looking at where I'm at right now. And I've noticed that, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously been quite a while that I've, that his, uh, where I've actually been in a mindset of wanting to pick up every single Conseco card that I don't have, you know, and, and that's, you know, certainly, um, been that way for years now, really. I mean, I've, I, I started selling out in mid 2018. So we're literally talking about four years since I've been in that mindset. But, um, I think one thing that's interesting is the more that my attention and affections are split, the more choosy I am, um, about the Conseco cards um, that I'm getting. And I've also found that um, I could be just as excited, I think, maybe not just excited, but very excited about other things, if that makes sense, other things that, I'm, that I collect. Uh, there's one of them, for instance, a muscle figure um, that is, uh, it's, it's, an, it's called an SHA, it's a Spinning Head Ashram Man. I think that's how you pronounce it. I've only read it <laughs> and it's a, it's a grail piece. And I've uh, a buddy of mine actually got it and was able to sell it to me. I just finished the deal uh, tonight just before this podcast and I'm really excited about it. And it's funny because like, I have not been looking for this for decades. Like people have, like other people have, I mean, I've literally only been in that hobby for less than a year and you know, yet I'm still super duper excited about that piece. And it's been a long time since I picked up a Kinseiko piece uh, that I've been that excited about. And I think that's just because I've gotten more choosy as well. But it goes to show you that if you kind of take your head out of the sand and see what else is out there that, you know, you can really derive um, really extreme satisfaction from many, many things. Um, and, you know, don't get me wrong, I haven't lost any love for uh, Conseco cards. I still love them tons. I'm like really, really, uh, excited about them. But thing is, is I just haven't had any come up that have been super duper exciting to me in a long time. And, uh, you know, that's okay. You know, that's perfectly fine because every now and then, um, and like I said, it's been a while, but once in blue moon, something will hit where when it hits, it's like, Ooh, man, I'm really, really excited about it. Um, I look forward to the next Kinsego card that I pick up um, for my collection, but yeah, it's just been so long. It's been so long. I, I don't remember um, when the last time was that I actually picked up one where I go, ha, 
yes, this one is something I'm excited about to have in my collection. Every now and then I'll pick one up to, you know, to resell or to trade or something, but nothing's really, you know, kind of tickled my fancy, so to speak, but it's okay. It's, it, it doesn't mean, you know, like, I, you know, one thing I found out is, is just because I'm not able to find a Kinseiko um, that I really like doesn't mean that there's not extreme satisfaction um, to be found in this hobby or other hobbies. Um, just like I talked about with the, that, you know, other muscle figure and same thing with Transformers. Like I love Transformers. Here's another one. And this is not a big deal. I picked up a, uh, uh, Bumblebee, a masterpiece Bumblebee transformer. And, uh, I love this thing. I've transformed it like probably 20 times. It's, uh, it's my desk therapy. I, uh, <laughs> I put it on my desk and transform it throughout the day if I want. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny as I actually, you know, get off work and, you know, three-year-old Beckett over here, he wants to play. So we, we bring out Bumblebee and we play uh, with Transformers together. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's, there's so many fun things and hobbies that you can occupy yourself with. And, uh, and, uh, it's great. It's, uh, I, I almost feel like, I don't want to say I was missing out by, by solely, uh, focusing on Conseco for years because that was a great experience. Like I wouldn't trade that for anything. That was a blast. Um, but I'll just say I'm very glad where I am right now. I, I'm I'm really excited about some about a lot of things nowadays. <laughs> Pro, I'm probably excited about too many things. I still love vintage cards. I still love comics. Uh, I haven't picked up any comics or vintage cards in forever, by the way. Like, as, as a matter of fact, I, it feels almost like I'm not active co actively collecting either, but I have collections of them, if that makes sense. Um uh, Transformers are probably the things I'm buying the most these days, um, by a long shot, uh, by the way. And, uh, it's, it's been fun. It's really been enjoyable learning a new hobby and seeing what's out there and, um, and finding out how, you know, really kind of these little puzzles are, um, cause like they really do take quite a bit of doing to figure out how to transform. It's like a big puzzle, um, that even now that they're made for adults, um, they're, they're challenging. They're very challenging. And, uh, it's been really fun. It's been a blast. Uh, I've really enjoyed it, but, uh, but then going back to the Gary Carter collection, um, learning about different cards I've never seen before. Uh, it's been, it's been very eye opening to me where I have friends out there that, you know, that collect, uh, Gary Carter and I get it, you know, from like an intellectual level, like why they would, because, you know, about as much as, you know, anybody else could see why I would go hardcore after Conseco cards, you know, it's just, well, you know, it's your childhood hero, you go after them. Right. But now I feel like it's more at a heart level that I can understand. Oh, this is why. Uh, you love them so much. This is why you want to collect them so much. And this is why uh, you're so hooked on these cards because some of these are just ridiculously beautiful. So it's been kind of fun. I almost feel like a, like a, I don't know, um, you know, just living through somebody else's uh, collection for a while anyways. And it's been a blast. It's been a learning experience. It's giving me more uh, selling experience in terms of uh, breaking down a collection and uh, doing so for profit and everything. And uh, yeah, I've still got a long ways to go you know, to sell all these, but 
like I said, because this is not work and this is just fun. I mean, it's work, but it's fun work for me. Uh, I welcome it and I look forward to uh, the rest of it. And I also look forward to that magical day when uh, the balance sheet says zero and I've uh, gotten all my money back. That's going to be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and not just to zero, but to be able to look at what I have left over. So. Anyways, I'll go ahead and wrap this up for uh, tonight. Thank you as always, you guys, for for listening. And I uh, hope you all have a great rest of the day.